This must all end where it all began. Follow me. This is the ring we began in, and the ring we end in. There you go, sign up now. You want to fight, Brother Nero? Fight. You will get one at Slammiversary. Why do we got to wait till Slammiversary, big money, Matt? You and your sarcastic ass. Let's do it right now. Let's do something. Let's end it where it began. Isn't that what you said? Isn't that what you said, Matt? It is. It is. And go! Whether it's Slammiversary, or here, your end will come at my high. It's all matter, man. Jeff. I don't need a crown. Jeff! What the hell is wrong with you? Oh. Oh. <laughs> I told you, I told you it would end. I told you. It's over! Done. Uh, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good whenever you're listening to this podcast. Hi, I'm Raider Kath, and I'm joined, as always, with my partner in crime, Strenuous Manflurry. We're recording episode number 37 of the Crossing Borders podcast. This week we'll be discussing Rob, we'll be discussing Lucha Underground, we'll be discussing a whole bunch of other crap, too. <laughs> Good intro. A whole bunch of other crap. <laughs> well, I don't. Well, I want you to feel comfortable, like you're on your other podcast. That's I not see. as good. Yeah, the Wrestle Hut Pisscast was back with a vengeance this week. Kath, did you listen? I didn't get a chance. I and have. You been... also don't listen to it when you do. I do sometimes. You've never listened to my podcast. I have listened when I've asked questions. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, how about that? So we thank there. you for your patronage. Or patronage, depending on your leaning. But uh, we have what? Not a lot to talk about this week. I mean, in the mm-hmm. grand scheme of things, you already did a show, two shows last week, one with me, one without. And yeah. All that we've got to talk about this week is a review of Lucha Underground, which you watched. We got some raw. We've got. We're going to preview NXT Takeover the end, and we've got questions. But most importantly, we're just going to talk about that Matt Hardy Jeff Hardy video from TNA. Oh, and the big awesome news <clears throat> that. Uh... The Marine 5 is going to have The Miz, Maurice, Naomi, Curtis Axel. Uh, Who else was there? This is how they should have been doing the movies all along. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it was The Marine. Let's see. Bo Dallas will also be in it. (laughs) And so will Keith Slater. Oh my god, interesting. Yeah, I'm stoked. Yeah. I I can I just kind of hope they create like the Hollywood outcasts, and then like they, they just have mid- like, extrajudicially by 
the Marine. Yeah, that'd be amazing. That'll work. Yeah, have the have the outcasts fold them in with Miz. Why the hell not? Yeah, why not? Go hog wild with it. Those movies aren't good ever, so no. make it something completely wild. Yeah, and just have them be like his entourage. Sure. Who cares? Go for it. Gonna be pissed if they don't do this now. No, it's apparently in the works already. Well, like, if they don't do that with it, for all I know, they're gonna just be faceless mooks. Shh. No, we've already decided. Okay. Fair Heath enough. Sl- yeah. Skunk, Skunk Rocker and I discussed Heath Slater would be the uh, English suit wearing bad guy. How'd that show <laughs> go, by the way? What? How'd that show go, by the way? I went very well. Did I, I sent you the link? Yeah, I uploaded it. Good. I don't have time I went- to listen. Yeah, he was getting progressively drunker towards the end of it. Mm. So I had to carry things even more than usual. Oh, more than usual. Yeah, like brutal. <laughs> Remember when I used to drink? That was yeah. a lot funnier. Yeah. The Hardy yeah. video, Kath. Oh my god, the Hardy video. What the fuck? If Is there anyone out there? I hope, I sincerely hope there is no one out there who has uh, missed that. But if you have... Pause this podcast, please, and then go to Impact Wrestling's YouTube or find it on Twitter where they're talking about it. Go to a wrestling forum where they're mocking it. But it could hey, could we post a link in our podcast so gonna, they could? I'm actually going to open with the audio on it, which I also did for the Pisscast. Okay, go for it. It is so good. I mean, it's terrible, but it's, it's so good. It's yeah, it's amazingly cheesy. It's fantastic, although. If they only recorded with a phone or something, very well done for... If they just recorded with a phone, like, that was pretty well done on a technical level. Uh, with a phone? Yeah, it seemed, I heard a rumor that it was just done. That wouldn't shock me. I don't know. The The production values were pretty fantastic. Mm-hmm. You know, they had, like, helicopter shots, and crane mounted, and <laughs> all for this! Yeah, spinning cam like they went crazy with the spinning cam. Don't don't get me wrong; it was not competently done. Like it wasn't <laughs> like it it the technical aspect of everything was pretty, but yes. it wasn't like anybody had a deft hand at directing or anything no. like that. It was an abomination. I mean, they the had a swinging wildly as though on a winch. They had some kind of vision. <laughs> the thing is, if you go back and watch this video. Like, watch it a few times, and eventually, Matt stops being the worst part of it. It's Jeff. Yeah. Jeff Hardy's acting. Like, Matt is playing a ridiculous character and utterly failing at being that ridiculous character. It's a little bit Bray Wyatt. He's, you know, like, he's overacting to the the extent that it makes it kind of fun. Mm -hmm. But Jeff is just so there. Like, he's just, he doesn't, he's not a bad enough actor for it to be entertaining. He's like a terrible actor, but he's not like an uh, uh, over-the-top wild. No, he's, he's just like the guy, when you're, when you're a director making your first movie with no budget, he's one of your friends, and you just throw him in there because you got nobody else. And like, Matt is absolutely wretched. Oh my god, but he's wretched in, in the wholly entertaining Yeah. Way. And, and clearly not in the way he intended, because he's trying to be like this over-the-top wild thing, but he's like, he he's, he's bad. Like, he's bad dinner theater. Yeah, it's not bad like I'm purposefully being bad. It's bad I am 
out of my depth, but I don't realize that. And that's why it's great. Yes. And Jeff is just the same Jeff that Jeff has always been. Terrible at acting, you know, bad emoting. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Is that what you said? You're going to sign it? Let's do it right here. He's (laughs) just out of control. And Matt's brother Nero. (sighs) (laughs) And I got to say, this camera work, because obviously leading into the show with the audio, you get kind of a sense of the audio, but you don't get a sense of just this out-of-control recklessness that they have going on with the camera. Yeah, it's they were trying to make some kind of sweeping epic. Yeah. But, damn. They had Rebby Hardy throwing her baby at Jeff while saying, it, Jeff, catch! It wasn't her baby, it was Jeff a doll. Jeff catches it, looks at it, it's a doll. Yes. And Jeff goes, the hell's wrong with you? And then Matt hits him in the back of the head. With, with something. A glass. That he had from nowhere. A completely unnecessary fucking side effect through the, a onto to the but side not of through. yeah yeah like a shitty dinner table like it's Jeff Hardy so he's going to do that but you'd figure Jeff Hardy pushing forty is you know would have finally gotten some fucking sense but no nope yeah still mm-hmm. a dumb shit God bless him by the way. But uh, this is probably the most entertained by professional wrestling I have been all this year. And I did, Kath, watch wrestling this year around WrestleMania weekend. That's about it. Oh, John Cena has signed a multi-million dollar ad, or a multi-million dollar deal with hefty trash bags to appear as their spokesperson. Good thing, because Raw's been garbage lately. (laughs) Good for you, John Cena. I hope he starts wearing them to the ring. Well, how would you be able to tell the difference? Well, it would be a it would be a trash bag, Kath. That would be quite different. If only if only this deal had been around for Jericho during his prime. Oh yeah. That folks is filthy, disgusting, brutal, bottom feeding, hefty trash bag ho. <laughs> get a little get a little product placement wherever you can, I suppose. Exactly. That's one thing WCW never failed to do. Do you want to lead off with Lucha Underground, with Raw, or with talking about NXT? Uh, we can do Lucha Underground, because that was nice and short. All right. Uh, it was Son of Havoc versus Daga. Havoc. <laughs> I, I, I knew I was mispronouncing it and ran with it. Thank you for calling attention, you son of a biatch. It makes it... <laughs> All right. I like that. <laughs> um... So, Cobra Moon came down partway through this match, (laughs) and she is continuing her terribly acted, over-the-top, attempted seduction of Daga, who is baffled and confused by her sexual advances. He he doesn't want to fuck. No. He don't know what the fuck. And she keeps trying to wrap herself around him. Oh, because she's a cobra. And the moon. Yeah. Is she actually, like, the moon? Or how does it work? No, she's just... Her name is Cobra Moon, and she's more Cobra than Moon. She could be a little moon. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. She... I don't know. I've never seen her butt. Be related to Moon Sour? I don't know. Could be. Shout out to Moon Sour, who probably doesn't listen. No, she doesn't. But she could. Yeah, she might one day. If she wanted to. Mm-hmm. Imagine the treat for her when she goes back in ten years, and here's her name. 
Exactly. Uh, there was a brief segment backstage. Uh, Dragon Azteca Jr. comes up and reveals that uh, he found out where Matanza's being kept. No way! Yeah. Uh, Ray tells him to focus on the match. They uh, they almost come to blows at this point because Azteca Jr. wants revenge for Dragon Azteca. Naturally. And Ray tells him to focus on the titles. And Ray's focus is more on uniting the tribes. Of course, he wants revenge, but he knows, he seems to know that'll come yeah, in a gotta, bigger way later. Do it right. Exactly. Uh, Puma comes, interrupts, and says, you know, like, they've got to focus on this match because they want to win the titles. They did an amazing growling sound effect for him. What? Yeah. It was pretty good. Uh, yeah. Basically just a bit of dissension in the team. Growling sound effect. Like, what, like the Batman? Mm-hmm. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay, and then it was back to the Trios Championship match. Uh, Evans, Mundo, and Black defeated Azteca, Puma, and Ray. Mm-hmm. There were so many more dick kicks. Oh, I heard there were three. There were many dick kicks, and the match ended with a diff- with, uh, let me see, Puma dick kicked one of the other, one of the heels mm-hmm. in front of the referee and got DQ'd. All right. Cool. So, yeah. Seems to be indicating he's going to be going down a bit of a darker path, maybe. Who knows? A dick-kickier path, at least. Indeed. <laughs> uh, so, Azteca and Mysterio tried to calm down Puma, but instead he super-kicked Taya. <gasps> yeah. And Ray held him back from going completely nuts. Good. Thank God. Could have yeah. killed her. One <laughs> yeah, more super-kick. If she can take Kate, she can uh, hold her own against Cage. She'll be fine. Um, let me see. Azteca found Matanza's cell. Uh oh. Well, Black Lotus reveals that uh, Dragon Azteca killed her parents, not Matanza. Oh. And uh, that's what Dario told her, and she believes it. Mm, okay. We have no way of knowing. If Dario's telling the truth, but she seems to believe it. I see. Yeah. And so the Lucha Championship match was next. Matanza Cueto <gasps> with, versus Cage. Cool. And this was amazing. The Beast versus the Machine. Yeah. And this was astonishingly technical. Like, they, they did some... Badass powerbomb spots and suplex spots. And, oh my god. A lot of, a lot of eye-popping stuff from the big boys. Yes. Uh, including a standing moonsault from Cage. I can do a K-Brada, so I, I mean, that's not too surprising. Yeah. This was an amazing Haas fight. Yeah? Yeah, it felt really epic without going, like, the deathmatch route. So after a few weeks of having some really intense hardcore matches, it, this was kind of a nice break. Mm-hmm. It was still very, very good. Just a big hoss off. Yeah. Yeah, Cage looked like a huge deal. And it, they had a lot of near falls. It was a really fun match. Again, it's worth checking out on its own, too. Yeah. Uh, very solid show all around, as usual. 
Yeah, I'm not and, always the biggest fan of Lucha Underground, but you can't say that their main events don't almost always deliver. Yeah. Whether it's the big crazy ass fucking deathmatch bullshit, or if it's the yeah, you know the uh, and the yeah. fact that they've built up certain like some feuds among the women as such a big deal that they can main event no problem mm-hmm. is cool. Alrighty. Let's see. That was Lucha Underground. Oh, that's Raw. it? Yeah. Yeah. There wasn't like a big stinger at the end like they usually do? No, it didn't seem to be. No? No, like, yeah. I don't know, guy raising out of the ashes or... Yeah. No, nothing. How was Dario on this show? Excellent, as usual. There wasn't too much. There wasn't enough of him. And he's really good at the managing things. Oh, yeah. He's... Yeah, really quite good. Hope he finds a career in this wacky world of pro wrestling. You know, he probably easily could. Oh, he very easily could. Like, he's just, he's got the great, like, actors always tend to do well because they can act big without overacting. They can act for the the people in the nosebleeds without being, like, big show going, like, completely overdoing it to the point where it's not realistic anymore. So. They can play with a little bit of, a little bit of subtlety here and there. Yeah. Yeah, you can tell you can say a lot with your face and not making a noise. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah. Um Raw sucked. Raw had a couple good moments, but overall, like the first couple hours were absolutely brutal. Mm. I mean, tell me it, about it. It started with a Shane and Stephanie segment with the New Day, and even the New Day's charisma couldn't save it. There was a, yeah, there was a bit where Shane danced and you could hear Stephanie cracking up, and that was kind of cute. But that's not enough to hold a twenty-minute segment. They're really running with this uh, vaudevillains feud, huh? Yeah. Yep. Uh, let's see. Uh, it ended with interference from Gallows and Anderson. Uh, let's see. The Big Show came back. Oh, good. He's he's here. Yeah, he gave Apollo Crews a pep talk. Ah! Uh, and that was about it. So that's the next feud. Well, no, it was uh, Sheamus attacked Crews last week. Right. Okay. After losing his match, so I that still imagine it. that Crews is going to wind up in a feud with former mentor turned enemy Big Show. I hope so. You but do? No. Oh. I hate the Big Show. I hate. I don't like the Big Show wrestling. When's When's Kane coming back? Uh, he did come back. He was screaming things during intercut with clips from the Warcraft movie. What? Yeah. I'm sorry? He, he was screaming things intercut with clips from the Warcraft movie. Uh, all right. Exactly. I guess I've seen worse things. Mm-hmm. That's just really, um... That's different. Exactly. It was very WCW. Just like clips of it and then him screaming what? Like just screaming or like no, screaming? He things? was saying stuff. I had it muted because I was talking with people who started playing video games during the show. Plus it's Kane. Yeah. Let's be fair. So, yeah, it was masked Kane. Oh. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. So because we care. 
Dude spent um, the majority of his career, like, without the mask, but the only time he's even remotely a star is when he puts the fucking thing on. It's true. God bless you, Kane. You have nothing. You have nothing. Yeah. Uh, next segment, again, because I'm kind of breezing through, because a yeah. lot of this was just mediocre to bad. Yeah, just breeze through. Nobody cares about Raw. Speaking of Breeze, Tyler Breeze and Fandango. Brazango. Brazango! Sounds like a game show from the 90s. <laughs> Kinda does! You sank my Brazango! <laughs> so, uh, their match with the Usos was a bust when, uh, Truth and Gold Dust, or Truth and Dust laid out Fandango and Breeze. Because Golden that's truth. what faces. That's what faces do. Everything is like a reference. Uh, uh, I mean, Golden Truth is at least better than Brazango. Yeah. Brazango was just like the most... Malibu Stacy has a new hat team name ever. <laughs> they could have just called them Team Malibu Stacy's new hat. <laughs> um, let's see. Rusev beat Ryder. Titus came back out after Rusev was going to keep beating him up. <clears throat> so that's another feud. Great. Yeah. Oh, Stephanie McMahon, noted babyface. Uh, and, you know, super devoted family person, cut this massive promo on Charlotte and telling her she's a waste of talent, and Charlotte just stood there looking cowed. Yep. So they're either so, going to have a match, which they aren't going to have, yeah. or they just, again needlessly got the McMahons over on somebody. Because Charlotte was getting a modicum of heat from the stuff that happened with Rick. Yeah. So we can't have that. They, just, uh, they, they have never been able to help themselves, and they never will. No. It's absolutely horrendous. That's how they've always been. And that's how that's always will be. Yep. I mean, I always like to think if I was in that position, I would refrain or I would, you know, I'd have the, I'd be able to keep my ego in check in that regard, but I don't know if I could. You're probably not like human excrement, though. And no. they are, so yeah. that's also a reason for why they can't get it under check. Okay. So, uh, next up, Cena's return. Woo! Yeah, everybody was excited. AJ comes out. They have, uh... They have a moment of respect. The clo Gallows and Anderson come out. Uh, let's see. AJ and Cena get ready to face off. Uh, AJ lays out Cena. <gasps> it was and a they heel all along. Yeah, they beat the shit out of Cena. Nice. And I didn't talk about the Rollins segment because we're going to devote some a few minutes to that. Because it sucked. Yeah. And... Uh, AJ just kept running in to beat the crap out of Cena. It was kind of great. Yeah, that it, sounds pretty great. Yeah, it kind of lacked the shocking swerve that it used to have, but it felt good. It could have been the main event pretty easily. Probably should have. Yeah, if you're going to make that turn really mean something, it should have been the main event. Yeah. Uh, Brooke defeated Natalia with interference from Charlotte. Natty came out to make the save. Or, okay, no. Dana Brooke defeated Natalia. Okay. Charlotte interfered. Natalia was beat down until Becky made the save. Ah, Becky. Yeah. Uh, Corbin defeated Dolph Ziggler. 
Ziegler comes out in amateur headgear, mouth, mouth guard and all. I'm sorry? Yeah. Why? For, so he could kick Baron in the dick, because that's what happened when the bell rang. That's cool. So He just kicked him in the penis. Yeah, opening move. Why was he wearing amateur headgear? I don't know. Because he's been talking about how he's a better pure wrestler than Corbin. And there's a lot of dick kicking in pure wrestling. I, well, Corbin had kicked him in the nuts at ah, Extreme Rules, okay. so it's it's kind of a roundabout way to get revenge. Yeah! Would have uh, been funnier if he was at catering, and just, Ziggler's just, boom! Comes up and kicks him right in the fucking dick. Yeah, seriously, like, that's my purse. Bam! <laughs> King of the Hill. Yeah, I was gonna... Love that show. <laughs> that show get, gets better the more you watch it. Um, let's see, there was a pretty funny segment with Owens and, uh, Del Rio, where, and Jericho, where Jericho was talking about how he hates everyone, and Owens was like, I thought we were cool. <laughs> and Jericho just blows him off, so it was, it was really funny. Just one of those great bits of characterization, like, it was just two assholes being jerks to each other. Yeah. They... So. Kevin Owens is so great. Like, such yeah. a treasure. I love him. Uh-huh. Um, let's see. It was a trios match. Cesaro, Ambrose, and Zayn versus Jericho, Evan Owens, and Del Rio. Mm-hmm. The faces win. It was... You're not going to get a bad match with these six. No. What do you want me to say? What if my name was Batamdo? Say that. What if my name was Batamdo? Appreciate it. Anytime. So tell me... I mean, the most important thing here is this god-awful Seth segment. Yeah. Seth and Roman. I, I, when I did the piss cast, they mentioned it, and I still can't believe the sheer audacity yeah. of this shit. And the thing is, it makes... Okay, yes, it makes Seth look bad. He's been established as a cowardly heel. Fine. There was absolutely nothing stopping Roman from... Going after him. Nothing. Yeah. I mean, plus it's just such a clear... I mean, it, it's clear evidence that... Man, you don't gotta do this shit. No, they were just trying to kill any goodwill Seth had yeah. coming. And the key to the fucking feud, the only way people are gonna get invested in care is if you don't completely kill Seth... <laughs> And you've already done it. Like, this will do him no favors. No. And they had a chance to strike while the iron was hot or, you know, whatever. Throw him in the club if you're going to do that. But it's just, it's that's part of what breeds this hostility to Roman, is that all roads lead to Roman, and you're just going to get bum-rushed. Yeah. So don't bother cheer for the dude who's getting, he's not going to win. Don't bother do- cheer for the dude who's getting a title shot. It's not going to happen. Don't bother cheer for Roman, because it's just going to happen anyway. There's just such an artificiality to it. Yeah. And that is death in pro wrestling. And now people associate artificiality with Roman Reigns more than anybody. Like, at once upon a time, they associated it with John Cena, and John Cena being, you know, such a tremendous singular talent, yeah. was able to overcome it in, like, almost every instance. And it was, you know, it became part of him. Like, yeah. he's the guy who gets the mixed 
quote-unquote reaction, which sometimes mm-hmm. wasn't so mixed, but he always handled it with aplomb. And yeah. Roman simply cannot. And no, like they have built the wrong instincts in him. He has proven time after time that he can't handle the pressure. And you're just going to keep getting this so long as you turn him into this factory, you know, fucking farmed machine. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at this point, like, if they want the crowd reactions they want, they're going to just need to get all plants in the crowd. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Might as well. Mm-hmm. Might as fucking well. But anyway, go over the Seth Seth thing. It, it was literally just a series of fake-outs. Seth started to say something, would make like he was going to go to the ring and fake him out. And just leave. Yeah. And it happened. There were five minutes of pure silence where nobody said anything. So he would put the mic down. He would sprint down the ramp to the ring. Yep. Slide in ever so slightly, then slide back out and walk <laughs> back up all, the ramp. All the while, Roman just kind of stood in the ring looking confused. As I said, it almost made Roman look worse because that was... He just stood there. It was passive. You know, it would have been way better if after the second time, Roman was like, screw this, and just chased him. Sure. Fine. At least Roman's doing something. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So not the most thrilling thing. Yeah. And it was just a goddamn shame. <laughs> like, they they just killed the momentum for... Yeah. Anywho. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, absolutely. Awful segment. Really, really alienated a lot of people. Yeah. So, mission accomplished, I guess, guys, because people don't care about Seth anymore. Big ups to you. Good job. Record time. (laughs) Uh, All right, where were we? Was there anything else notable on this here Raw show? Uh, not really. Again, a lot of, like, the first two hours just were an absolute slog. Yeah. And just, this show had all those pet peeves people have with Raw. Mm-hmm. Like, too much McMahons. Too much McMahons, like, going like going after the heels for nothing. Yeah, McMahon-centric, McMahons putting one over on the heels. Yeah. Um, and heels who are getting somewhere. Right. And, like, this new terrible habit they have of neutering any heat that is not pre-approved by the committee. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So. It's it's self-defeating as fuck! Yeah. You know, if you want to put on a scripted show, go put on a scripted show. If you want audience participation, don't kill anything the audience is interested in and then wonder why they're not interested. Exactly. So. I mean, it, it, it's it's self-defeating. Yeah. And it's, it's their M.O. Their M.O. is self-defeating. It's like a restaurant that only serves chicken. <laughs> it might only it might be pretty good chicken, but you're not going to be in the mood for that every night. And if you go in there wanting a hamburger and they just keep giving you chicken, yeah, it's not going to work. Especially when gonna... you know they have goddamn ground beef in the freezer. Yeah, and 
Exactly. Like, they're cooking up these meals of, like, roast beef and ground pork, and they're throwing them in the dumpster. <laughs> they serve it at, like, the little shitty diner next door. <laughs> and the weird might. thing is, you keep seeing, like, this one dude who's married to, you know, the, one of the main ladies there. He works at both of them, and, like, he's a completely different guy when he goes over to the shitty diner. Yeah. When he's got his jeans on, he's a nice dude. When he's got the suit on, it cuts the air off to his brain. Makes him an asshole. So, yeah. Uh, that was Raw. Very, very annoying. Raw not uh, not up to stuff. No, extremely frustrating. Maybe next week. Yeah. Um, NXT, what we all say. NXT TakeOver, the end! Yeah. NXT is in on a uh, pretty much perfect run of TakeOvers being, at worst, extremely good shows. Yeah. And this one on paper is looking like it's going to be pretty fucking great, depending on your opinion on some people. For example, La Sombra, now named Andrade Almas, is going to be making his WWE debut. He's facing Ty Dillinger. We also have all the big stars. Shinsuke Nakamura is going to be facing off against Austin Aries. American Alpha versus The Revival. Samoa Joe rematching against Finn Balor. Is Finn ever going to get up to the main roster? You know, like, it seemed with the way they were keeping AJ faced, I thought it was a perfect way to bring in Finn as a heel. Have him beat down AJ and come in and say, you know, I I put this club together to start with. Or, yeah. you know, look, at I, gave, I offered you this wonderful gift and you spat in their faces, so now we're just going to stomp you until oblivion. <laughs> that would have been great. Yeah, that no, that, been... I mean, that would be fine, and, and any other idea would be fine if it, yeah. you know, has a bit of follow-up through. But, like, Finn Balor's really good. He's maybe not, like, top, top, top tier. Like, some people want him to be. He's I mean, very marketable, too. He's, he's marketable, he's good-looking, he's a great wrestler, he's not a bad talker, yeah. not bad, you know. Um, he but he's, he's got, he looks like a star, he carries himself like a star, he wrestles like a star, he could be a star. And he's been anchoring the NXT brand for a long, long time, but you feel like it's time for him to move on. Yeah. Yeah, it really feels like he's done all he can. Yeah, exactly. So maybe this will be his swan song, but like I said, maybe a year ago, I'm done speculating about Finn Balor until he's on the main roster. Yeah. Sorry, until he's on the main roster, I don't expect him to be. Because he is supposed to have been on the main roster for something like two years going now. Mm-hmm. I'm beginning to think it's never going to happen. Yeah. But we'll see. Exactly. So let's talk about the show. It's going to be Wednesday, which means uh, June 8th. Wednesday, June 8th. Yeah. And just taking it uh, bottom to top here, we've got Asuka versus Nia Jax. Yeah. I mean, it'll probably be okay. Nia Jax is still really lacking in a lot of areas, like all of them, but they lay these matches out really, really smart, and Asuka is great, so yeah. it'll probably be pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, but on a more important note, La Sombra! What He's about here! Him? He's debuting! Oh, yeah? Andrade Almas. That's good. He is the best and most attractive, and I've... he's going to be here. Hmm. Are you excited? Sure. I'm excited because you're excited. Yeah, I'm going to watch this show for him. Yeah. 
He's facing Ty Dillinger, who is pretty good. This will be a fine match. It'll be a showcase for La Sombra, I'm sure, and he mm-hmm. will win. Of course. We've got uh, Shinsuke Nakamura versus Austin Aries. Never been the biggest Aries guy. Um, yeah. It'll be good. It'll be really good, though. But the most important ones here, I'm going to talk about the tag match last because I care about that more. So Samoa Joe, Finn Balor, last time it was the blood thing, right? Uh, yes. And that was shaping up to be a pretty good match. And then it had all the shenanigans, so it really underachieved. Um, these two guys work okay with each other. You keep mm-hmm. expecting like the big five-star match and they don't have it, which is okay. Yeah, I mean, some people just don't have that chemistry. Like. Yeah. Jericho and Punk was always that for me. Exactly. You know, you always expected something a little more out of their matches, and just they just didn't click. Yeah, or like uh, Cena Orton. Although they did eventually have some really good ones. They were pretty much the quintessential underachieving, you know, yeah. try-hard sort of main event pairing, whereas, you know, Edge and <laughs> Cena was always the one that exceeded expectations. Oh, God, I will never forget that Rumble moment. Which one was that? Uh, I, it was after the brand split, so Cena and Orton had been, hadn't been interacting for a couple of years at this point. Mm-hmm. They're in the rumble together. They suddenly wind up face to face. The camera pans back because they're expecting a huge pop and there's nothing. <laughs> <sighs> they expected it to be like a warrior Hogan face off and it was just crickets. Yeah. Loved it. Loved it. It's good stuff. But this uh, Joe Baller match, where do you see it winding on the old Meltzer Snowflake scale? I mean, with those two people at their on their worst day, it would be a three star match. Yeah. What do you like? That's it. If, yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm thinking. I'm thinking this is going to be the one. It's a steel cage match. I don't usually yeah. like WWE steel cage matches unless it's, you know, the Wyatt family versus John Cena. But you figure with NXT, maybe they won't do the same stupid bullshit that WWE does in every one. And these two I guys mean, will probably be able to work it real well. So I'm saying four and a quarter. They And I am kind of looking forward to the rumor that they might have a uh, women's money in the bank. Really? Yeah. Like on WWE TV or on NXT? Yeah, WWE. Okay. There's enough. There's enough ladies that it could easily go down. Yeah. No. 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 It. it yeah. They could do it. I don't want to see it because most of the women are really underweight, and I don't want them bumping onto ladders. Well, I'm sure they would tweak the uh, format. I hope. I hope. But goddamn, if you see, like, I mean. God, you know, yeah. like little Sasha Banks bumping on a ladder, man. Eh. Mm-hmm. She's like a hundred pounds. I know, but they could lead to they could lead to some fun spots. So, oh yeah, I'd be very curious to see it. I would be very entertained by it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, <laughs> I am, after all, a hypocrite. I know, a big one. Yeah, that big lame one. I'm not lame. I'm a cool guy. You're you're lame. You walk with a limp. <laughs> uh, so, American Alpha versus The Revival, the t- 
title change on the last show was spectacular. One of the best tag matches in uh, WWE this year. Probably the best one. One of the better ones I have seen this year. American Alpha now coming in as the Champions Revival. The Challengers. Uh, these guys work a fantastic old-school face-versus-heel style hot tag to Jason Jordan, who just throws everybody with a million suplexes. Yeah. I think it's going to be the match of the night. And I will go out on a limb and say four and a uh, half stars. Ooh. Yeah. Saucy. Sombra is going to be five and a quarter. Wow. Which is impossible, but he's going to do it. But I just, I, god damn, I have to give kudos to Cage on that match with Matanza, because he was busting out stuff I never would have expected. Well, that's just Cage. Like, yeah. I mean, that that is how he's always wrestled. He's, but, he's a crazy human being. And in those in those bits, like, you could just see he's very crisp. Oh, yeah. Like, he's not one of those who hits, and it's so, and it's, you know he's hurting the guy. He hits the move, and it looks great. Yeah. And it looks impactful, but anybody who's watched wrestling for any length of time can see how safe he is, too. Yeah, he's he's definitely got it all fucking put together. That dude is... Yeah. Uh, you know, like, he's really not the type of wrestler I usually like to watch, but damn, like, that really turned me around on him. Yeah? Yeah. And the crowd doing the uh, Terminator <laughs> pop is fantastic. Yeah, that is great. And after the match, it let me bust out a really sweet joke. Which was? Now we know why Cage cries. Because uh, he lost the title. He didn't win. He was unsuccessful. But what's the crying? What, what is that? A well, because he got hit with the Wrath of the Gods. What? Matanza's finisher. Yeah. And he lost the match. Did he cry? No, that was the joke. But, that you've ruined. Well, I don't understand the joke. You've ruined it. It's well, too late now. How can I it's not going to it? be funny to anyone. I don't get it. You had to be there. Well, how does that's not move a good to, joke for a move podcast? Move on to questions. Fine. Uh, do you want to start, or do you want me to? You go ahead. Fine. Fine. I wrote. I wrote erotic fan fiction today. Did you see? No. No. You guys check my Twitter. I wrote it for Sunsweet. I will. Head right there. All right, cool. You, if you find it, you can read it. <clears throat> um, I will not read the ones that are also tweeted at you. Okay. Egg burner account says Raw is nice. Um, that was in relation to a picture I tweeted of Raw having a 69% rating on IMDb or Rotten Tomatoes or something. That is percentage is too high. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But it's also 69, so you got to tweet it. Sunsweet asks, which Ninja Turtle is the best overall? Michelangelo's a party dude. Yeah, it's Michelangelo. Don't be a lemon, Sunsweet. Although, you know, there is something to be said for, uh, for Leo. You the do le need a leader once in a while. Michelangelo should be leader. Oh, I know your favorite was Venus. I don't know that one. The girl turtle they had for a while. Oh, I'd fuck. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I wanna so. fuck that turtle. Okay. Nothing wrong with that. Shlane Bleppy asks, are you going to sign the contract, Brother Nero? <laughs> and are you, Nero? Yes. What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> to where it all began. 
gets in the ring, starts screaming incomprehensibly. I have no idea what he's yelling. So bad. Also bad. And then when he rolls out under the ring, he kind of gets stuck for a moment under the bottom rope. It's the best. Okay, I've got a question for you. I have a few more, but go ahead. When uh, SmackDown goes live, will ah. we add it to the rotation? Um, it, you already kind of watch sometimes, right? Most of the time. I'll probably... I've kind of fallen out of the habit, to be honest, but because uh, I'm recording a podcast. <laughs> but uh, I would probably at least tune back in for a while. Yeah. So... I, I, I plan on trying to watch the inaugural episode, whenever that might be. Uh, think July 19th or something. Yeah, I think I'd, I'd like to watch it live, SmackDown. Um, maybe I will try to watch SmackDown even if I don't watch Raw. Yeah, it looks like July 19th. So yeah, if you take SmackDown, that's cool. What are your thoughts on the brand split, by the way? Should be interesting. Yeah, I've advocated for it, you know, in the past. and Yeah. It's not necessarily a thing that I feel like is I don't... necessary for my enjoyment, but I feel like yeah. it's necessary for them to do it because they cannot force themselves to do it right unless they do this. And the thing is, too, I'm just so curious to see what the ratings will be like if Roman is actually ratings poison. <laughs> I'm really, really curious. I didn't realize how poorly SmackDown was doing. On uh, you know this last go around, they're apparently down to a 1.7. Wow. Well, when it's a replay or a taped show, that's always been. Well, yes and no. SmackDown used to pull fucking Buku ratings back in the day. You know, well, there was a time where it was more watched, but didn't get a better rating. It just was more watched than Raw, but it was in more households, so it didn't get a better rating. But you know, how the mighty have fallen a one seven. Like if just you remember, like brother Nero. ECW, I think, was um, very, doing very poorly when it was down to a one three one two, and this is not that far off from that. And I know that the landscape has changed and blah blah blah, but still, like, damn, you know? Mm-hmm. God damn it, that video, brother Nero! Like Matt is dinner, like your Matt's your quintessential dinner theater actor like the the thing you think about when you think of a bad actor you know yeah. no no disrespect to Cramine. <laughs> i don't think Cramine does much dinner theater but he probably would like to if he had more time yeah i but you know what i mean like there, oh, yeah. i've seen some really good dinner theater but i've seen some really bad dinner theater mm-hmm. so okay so wait All right. back on questions yeah Oh, I thought we were going to continue on the tangent on the brand split, but it is fine. We probably said yeah, we can talk about it a little more once once there's more plans final. Though that was the other thing with the New Day and uh, McMahon segment. They the New Day were asking all these valid questions, and Shane and Stephanie were just like, "Nothing's set in stone yet. Nothing's final yet." Like, have some goddamn answers for your employees whose lives you're about to uproot. Seriously. Um. Wagnike. I bet his name is Wagnike, isn't it? N-I-K-E. Probably Wagnike. Nikkei. What would... What's that? Nikkei. Wagnikkei. What would oh. Hogan like more? The Ricochet match or the Hardy video? Hardy video. Yeah. 100% guarantee he probably actually liked that. I mean, that was that video really so much more absurd than It's Not Hot? <laughs> 
so very true. And Henry David the Woke asks, can you, that being Manflurry, ask Kath, that being you, if she would ever attend Smash Wrestling or any other Canadian Super Indie? For sure. If they're in my area, yes. Toronto is a little far for me. Yeah. But if they're in Hamilton or they even come to the like 4,000-seat arena my hometown just built, I'll be there. Yeah? Yeah. Live from Smash Wrestling. Yeah, my my hometown, literally. There's a 4,000-seat arena not five minutes away from me. you got to start stumping for it. Yeah. Start getting those uh, wrestling acts in there. I don't know where Smash is headquartered out of, but I think they are mm-hmm. Toronto. So. Yeah, but, I mean, for a wrestling show, like, to come, yeah. it wouldn't be that far for one person to go. Exactly. It's just a long time. I don't, yeah. like, I hate Toronto traffic. Um. Okay, yeah, you go ahead and take care of uh, your questions, okay. and then we'll take it on home. Okay, Sauce Hunter asks, what is the fastest Manflurry can eat a moonshine thick burger from Carl's Jr.? Uh, I mean, I could probably eat it pretty quick unless there's a reason that, like, I can't. Like, if it's actual moonshine, now that wouldn't affect me. Okay. That would not affect me one bit. If anything, I'd eat it quicker. Okay. Uh, Slap Notes follows that question with, he vegan. How fast can he eat a head of lettuce? <laughs> well, Manflurry is very used to taking head down his throat. Or is that a gay joke, Kath? No. No? I was talking about your rampant alcoholism, all the beer you drink. Oh, I just drink the head, though. Yeah. Yeah, I just slurp the head up. I, I pour Loud a fresh and noisy. Beer. I, like to, I like to pour a fresh beer and just slurp the head. 98% head. And then uh, move on to the next one. Yeah, Manflurry likes 69% head. Make it an easy 69. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. Shue Betims. <laughs> Is Titus O'Neil's Rusev feud an apology for the suspension, or are they sincerely trying to push him again? I'm going to say it's probably more punishment because he'll lose. <laughs> this is like their idea of a make good or something. Yeah, they'll be like, you got this match with Rusev. You're going to lose all 17 matches you have with Rusev. <laughs> Aren't, we're, they'd never say sorry. It's like, just shut up and go have your matches with Rusev. Ugh. Awful. Good old Rusey. Yeah. Uh, our good friend Henry David the Woke. Uh, who on the indies and yet to be on NXT would benefit from being themselves in WWE? And who would improve a la Sami Zayn? Uh, Ask that question one more time. Okay. Who on the indies would benefit from being themselves in WWE? Ah. And who would improve a la Sami Zayn? Presumably changing. Hmm. Like, they already use him, but, like, a Gargano mm-hmm. would benefit from having a change, because then that would mean he has a personality, and yeah. he is in desperately in need of one. Ouch. Um, being themselves? Yeah. Uh, who has, like, the loudest personality? Like, if I could... I'm not going to pick, like, Pentagon Jr., even though he works indies, you know, because he's not a American indie guy, first and foremost. I yeah, mean. strictly. So, hmm... I would, like, 
you know, like the Young Bucks, if they ever made it to WWE, they don't work unless they're the Young Bucks. Yeah, and they've made it very clear they don't want to be split up, and that's been a major yeah. hurdle for them, which I applaud them sticking their, to their guns, because you look at how in demand they are, yeah. and there's no doubt they're living comfortably off the indies. They, they're making more money than they could possibly make in WWE. They yeah. just don't have that security blanket of, you know, the company taking care of your surgery and stuff. Even though WWE is so fucking scummy, they still will not give their wrestlers health care. Yeah. I mean, at this point, give them a credit union something so they can, like, make something happen so they can work comfortably, get some insurance. Like, yeah. build your own goddamn insurance company. Can't fail any worse than the XFL. <laughs> but if WWE had any inkling to give a shit about its employees, they wouldn't classify them illegally as independent contractors. Yeah. So they're going to do what they're going to do. Exactly. Shameful. Yes. Shame on you, Kath. I know. I'm actually Stephanie McMahon. Stephanie McMahon. Helmsley. <gasps> Don't use my shoot name. Did you have any others? Uh, let me see. Everybody likes my de- declaration that your favorite turtle is Venus. What's that? That your favorite Ninja Turtle is Venus. Definitely, yeah. I think she was in the third Ninja Turtles. I think I stopped watching after two, unfortunately. I think as a kid I saw like the, the VHS box tape and there was a pink Ninja Turtle. And... Uh, you know, I was like, ew, girls, ugh. Yeah, you start, you're still like that. Yeah, well, yeah. Are you not? No. They suck. They're mean to me. They should, well, you engender it. I engender it? You do. No, I don't. You totally do. Liar! You have a face people want to slap. Good, that's what I'm into. <laughs> uh, yeah. There were so many dick kicks on their Chandercraft. We need more dick kicks, Kath. <laughs> so funny. I'm all about them. Yeah. That's also what you're into. Yeah, no, legit. Kick me so, in the penis and balls. Uh, like, for anyone out there, if you meet me, you see me, kick me in the penis and balls. That's a request. And he'll pay you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you'll you'll get a solid Franklin. I like to... I'll just give you five Jacksons. I don't I know who's on American money. <laughs> there was that whole brouhaha about, you know, Andrew Jackson, the racist, bad president. Yeah. Murderer. Being replaced by Harriet Tubman on the five? Mm. Harriet Tubman, girl, on the 20. Okay. Cool. So, yeah. Yeah, right on. Cool beans. Indeed. Etc. Right on. All right. So, is that mm-hmm. the last question? That was the last question. Guess who's tired and is going to go to bed? I thought you were going to go watch basketball, you lying son of a bitch. Uh, I think I've changed my mind. I'm going to go to bed. Uh, good night, old man Flurry. Thank you, old Kath Flurry. No. <laughs> it's a good name. You can use it. No. Oh, well. You know what name I you can use? What? Brother Nero! <laughs> What's wrong with you? The hell's wrong with you, Gene? Ain't you ever seen Brother Nero? 
It would be amazing if they somehow led this to Jeff turning heel and joining Matt's crazy town. Sure. Why not? Because I want to see Jeff try and act like Matt is trying to act. God. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> I love the reaction to Matt's hair. Like, the, se- the cheap Seth Rollins cosplay. <laughs> and he doesn't even have his hair like that no more. No more? No more. Well, anyway, folks, we gotta take this home. Okay, so... We usually have a battle over who's going to get the last word in Edgewise. And I always win. You know, I don't think you're going to win this time. Why is that? Because I have a secret weapon at my disposal. Uh-oh. Would you like to know what it is? Of course. Brother Nero! Uh, it's my What's favorite. wrong with you? Until next time, What's folks. What's wrong with you? Brother Nero! Bye. Brother Nero!